Welcome to Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, the podcast where people like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the physical and mental weight so you can feel better and live the life you want in the body and mind you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating, overeating, binging behaviors, and move to a place of freedom with food and your body, you're in the right place. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have. I wanted to tell you about a company I recently used and that you may be interested in using as well. It is called Five Strands, five, the number, and then S-T-R-A-N-D-S, five strands. And it is a test to learn about food intolerances, environmental intolerances, and it can give you lots of really good information on how your body is currently responding to your diet. So it can identify food or environmental intolerances, And then you can kind of temporarily remove these things from your diet and make lifestyle decisions around that in order to reduce inflammation, to feel a bit better. Uh, This isn't about allergy testing. This isn't the same if you were to go get allergy testing through blood. This is uh, simply about a different process they use that help to identify not allergies, but simple intolerances to foods that you currently may be eating and things in your environment. And then once you have that knowledge, the idea is you can go into an elimination diet and take all those things out at once versus if any of you have done an elimination diet before, when you're trying to figure out what's working for you, what's not, you know, maybe something like you take out all dairy, you have to wait four weeks to see how you respond, then you take out another thing, then you, so it's just this really long process of trying to figure those things out. This is just a really quick, simple, easy way to get that information and eliminate all those things at once. And then the idea is you do slowly add them back in once your body, um, the inflammation has calmed down, your body's ready to respond to them again. So this isn't about eliminating these foods forever and always. It's simply about taking them out for a time period to really optimize your health, maybe even lose some weight, and then um, slowly adding them back in. And the test is so easy because you just send in some strands of hair, hence the name of the company, Five Strands. You just send in some hair, you get results back within five to seven days. The other reason I, when asked, agreed to work with this company was because their customer service was so amazing. Any questions you have, um, anything like that, they are just friendly, very knowledgeable. Um, I just really, really appreciated their this to me was like old school customer service. So they're a great company. Um, and, and, and this sort of testing can just give you that idea of, okay, these are the things I'm going to try to cut out and, and we'll see, um, you know, trying to optimize feeling good, all that sort of stuff. And my own personal thing with this is I was noticing that I was having 
just some cues and feedback going on from my body with some regular things I had been eating where I had never had those uh, negative cues and feedback before. And so I knew something was going on and that's why I got into taking this test. And what was really interesting is some things came back that I knew would come back. Like I've always known dairy. I do not do well with dairy. Um, I, I know I don't do well with eggs, things like that. But I really found some of the results fascinating. Like there were certain proteins that I was used to eating every single day that I'm highly right now currently in my lifestyle intolerant to um, and other proteins that were just fine. So that helped me adjust uh, to what I'm eating right now. Another thing that was really interesting is I always thought I was really intolerant to red wine but could was fine with all clear alcohol like vodka, um, all that kind of stuff. And Actually, according to this, uh, all clear alcohol is not good, but I'm totally cool with red wine. So things like that were really, really fascinating to me and also just helped me create sort of this elimination diet plan for about six weeks that I'll be doing and uh, just just gave me all the information in one shot. So I highly, highly recommend them if you are looking to optimize your health it's a quick and easy test to just get more information. I really do hope you give it a try. I just believe more knowledge about our bodies and how they are working is such a key in gaining that optimal health. So if you want to give them a try, you can head over to fivestrands.com. Again, it's the number five and then S-T-R-A-N-D-S.com. And when you go to check out, put in my name, Heather Heinen. H-E-Y-N-E-N, and you're going to get a nice discount. Hello, friends, and welcome. I am glad you are here. This is episode 63 of the podcast, Weight Loss and Wellness for Real, and today we are going to talk all about how to eat the foods you love and still lose weight. A very hot topic for many of us. How do you eat the foods you love and still lose weight or maintain your healthy weight? Um, I'm going to give you lots of strategies, tips and tricks, some thought work in order to be able to do this. Before we get into it, just a reminder, you can head to my website at heatherheinen.com. From there, you will find a lot of discount codes for companies I work as an ambassador for or partner with. Um, I do have a new one over there, a new company. Um, they are called The Smoked Culture, and they offer a very clean, delicious jerky and they are right out of my own hometown of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Um, so a lovely local new company into cooking, grilling, smoking, and community. And you know how I believe in protein. And this is a delicious, easy way to get it in. Check them out at thesmokedculture.com. And you can get a nice discount when ordering by using my name, Heather Heinen, in the discount code box at checkout. This would also make some great stocking, stocking stuffers or gifts for the holidays from my website. You can also shop Beauty Counter from that link and get a discount. Um, also, Fizzy Vantage is there. They are all collagen, whey protein, electrolytes, and the BCAAs that I use. Um, you can also email me for a discount code for Thorn. Um, if you're into supplements at all, they are a very, very high quality company. And if you email me that you want the code, I can send you a link to get $25 off. Okay, that is a lot for right now. So let's just move on to what we are talking about today. So here's really the bottom line. No one becomes overweight or unhealthy 
from eating a donut or some chocolate or, you know, some chips or whatever that thing is, we really become overweight or unhealthy because we overeat the donuts or chocolate or chips, whatever the thing is. It's always the overeating of the thing that causes the weight to creep on or the health markers to shift. So we really can learn how to eat the things we love without overeating them. And and this is what really works for long-term weight loss and maintenance. And it will actually even keep you from the restriction or deprivation mentality that we often talk about that will always set us up for overeating and that shame cycle that I'm always mentioning that keeps many of us stuck in using food to shift out of our feelings and doing that real emotional, emotional eating. So understanding that eating a food you really enjoy is possible even when you're trying to lose weight. And and this, by the way, goes for alcohol as well. And I'm not talking about people who have some severe issues with alcohol or need help in that regard. I'm just talking about if you enjoy some wine or a good drink or you enjoy alcohol, um, you can just substitute that in for when we're talking about food here because it's also possible to lose weight drinking alcohol and to keep it off. So if you practice and learn how to include foods you love into your diet, you will actually enjoy your food life and all of a sudden, you know, your diet um, begins to feel very effortless. The weight is coming off, health is getting better and better, and yet the diet, so your life with food, feels very, very doable. And, you know, we don't want to get into that scarcity mindset with food. This results in fear. So if we are thinking scarcity or restriction or deprivation thoughts around food, like, you know, I can't have this, um, this isn't part of my diet, like all that sort of thought, this really does result in fear within the brain and and worry, stress, bitterness, envy, you know, and, and those feelings that we then create from that restriction or deprivation mentality are not going to keep us in willingness and consistency with what we need to do in order to drop the weight, how we need to be eating in order to drop the weight. So we do not want a scarcity mindset with food. Uh, We want an abundance mindset, okay? We, We want to have a mindset of there's more than enough. I can have what I want when I want. Sometimes I choose to have the thing. Sometimes I don't. This mindset that there's enough results in feelings of more peace, more gratitude, more joy, and and you really want to be cultivating these feelings around your food life and lifestyle in order to get your behavior, to get you to do the behaviors that you need to do in order to lose the weight or to keep it off. So uh, here, you know, is just one thing that I really want you to start thinking on, to start musing on, to, to really take away from this episode, and that is to choose wisely. So taking some time to really understand the foods you truly love. Do you sometimes just eat the dessert to eat the dessert, but find it's actually not something you even really like? Or do you grab a handful of M&Ms from the community candy bowl at work, but not even really truly love M&Ms? Now, if you do, okay, fine. But often, um, and and this was me for so long, just grabbing things or eating things and then 
actually, if I'd stop to think about it, it's like, I don't really even like this that much. So you want to start to shift into understanding the foods that you truly love. And I mean the ones you really, really love. So, you know, a lot of times people love chocolate. Then you definitely want to include this into your planned food, your diet. I hate using the word diet, but I I think it maybe makes things less complicated. So you definitely want to include chocolate into your diet. Do you adore fresh donuts? Then you want to make sure these are included. Do you love comfort food at mom's? Then this needs to be included. It's important to learn what foods really bring you comfort and enjoyment. And once you learn these things, once you understand what your particular foods are, then you can get into the space where you will only choose the things you really, really enjoy. So you really start to cut out that mindless eating just because it's there, or just because everybody else is eating it, or just because you know um, everybody's having dessert and I feel like something sweet. But it, you know, you start to really get into what do I actually take pleasure in? What do I actually really, really enjoy? Okay, so so here are some really practical strategies to start working on that will allow you to eat the things you love while still losing or maintaining your weight. I hope you are finding something useful from these episodes and this podcast. And if so, please share it with someone else in your life you feel it could benefit. This podcast is also now monetized. So if you really feel you are getting a lot from it and want to help keep it going, please go to the episode show notes. You can just scroll down from wherever you're listening. You'll see a description of the episode and then you will see it says support this podcast and then there's a link you can click on. You can click on that link and that's where you can support the podcast. Even the smallest donation, like 99 cents, helps to keep me producing the podcast. And to those of you who have donated, I really, really appreciate the support. I really do appreciate all of you listening and sharing the space with me. Again, just very thankful for all of you. Okay, so number one strategy, plan for it. So I I get a lot of pushback sometimes from this planning part, and and I totally understand it. Um, It really seems like a pain in the ass. It, It takes time that we all believe we don't have. We all do, by the way. It, it takes about one to five minutes to make a food plan for the day. But I will always argue that a plan is one of the quickest, easiest, and simplest ways to lose and maintain weight. It takes so much less time that in all the time it takes to make decisions all day long around food, if you already have a plan in place that you made that morning or the night before, it takes away all the decision-making energy and time around food, which for many of us is so time and energy-consuming. So plan for the foods you really love. If you really adore chocolate, plan to have a piece of chocolate every day. Start out with an amount that you will enjoy, but that is maybe a little bit less than you would normally eat. So, you know, if you're kind of used to overeating chocolate, you know, you want to plan it every day, but you want the amount to be just a little bit less than the, than the amount you would typically eat. So over the days, start to pay attention to how many bites of the thing you do truly love and 
joy that you do truly take. Start start to plan that amount. Okay, so that was a little confusing, but keep listening here. I'll try to explain it. So if I love homemade cookies, I would plan for maybe two cookies each day. And by day five, I might have investigated enough and paid attention enough to find that I'm actually, you know, th- that first cookie is what's really most enjoyable and pleasure, full of pleasure for me. It's like as I move on to that second cookie, it's not quite as good. It doesn't, it's not bringing me as much as enjoy- enjoyment as that first cookie was. And this is how and why planning works. Planning helps you to stay mindful and gives your brain that rest that you're not depriving and that you can actually enjoy the foods you love. So next thing to think about besides planning is to use mindfulness while eating it. And this is such a biggie. Practicing mindfulness while eating what you love is so important to really gain that pleasure from it. It, It's what will keep you from overeating it because if you really truly experience the pleasure of the thing you love, you will find that you are fulfilled, you are satisfied with much less of it. This is really true. If you practice this, this really does happen. So when you're going to eat the food you love, you want to do it with no distractions. So no screens. Always sit down and eat off of a plate or a bowl. So do not eat your thing out of a carton, a bag, or a box, you know, whatever the thing is. Put your favorite food onto a plate or a bowl and now eat with mindfulness. Take in the aroma. Take a small taste at first and really pay attention to the sensations it brings, the taste, the 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 texture, that take that time to really truly enjoy it. So when you practice mindfulness with your favorite food, I promise you, you're going to start to not overeat it over time. Overeating is the only thing that will put on weight or keep you from losing weight. Another idea, eat nourishing foods first. This, this is a trick I learned years and years ago and is one of my favorites because it's really pretty easy to do. It's literally just about eating more. So before you're going to have your favorite food or any food, you typically tend to overeat. Um, And so here, by the way, we're assuming that this is maybe not the most nourishing food and and probably high in calories, okay? So before you're going to eat that thing, eat some protein or and or some protein with veggies first. So if I'm going to indulge in my favorite homemade cookies, um, then I am first going to eat some protein like some chicken or egg whites or lean ground beef or shrimp first. I might even add a salad or some veggies to that as well. And what this does is it really helps with my satiation levels. It helps my stomach fill up, so I'm going to release more leptin, which helps me feel like I don't need a bunch of cookies to satiate me. It steadies my blood sugar. So if I then eat the cookies, my blood sugar isn't spiking as high and then causing me to eat more. Um, For more on why keeping your blood sugar steady is important and helps keep weight off, listen to my episode um, on my flexible fasting podcast. It's episode 22. By the way, I changed the name from the Heather Heinen Intermittent Fasting Podcast to Flexible Fasting with Heather Heinen. So you'll see a little difference there if you head over to that podcast. So Flexible Fasting with Heather Heinen, episode 22, all on blood sugar. Um, So eating protein 
and fiber before the food you typically overeat with is going to curb those emotional and biochemical and physiological drives and urges to eat more of the thing you typically overeat. So if you are not up for all of these strategies but want to pick just one, this is the one. Because really, um, I just find for my clients, for myself, it's one of the more easier ones to implement because literally it just means you have to eat, eat more. Okay, so next thing, be responsible. I'm not going to sugarcoat all this and pretend that you can have whatever you want, whenever you want, and that you're still going to lose weight. This isn't true, and it's not reality. But we do know if we are responsible and we eat like the wise adults that we are and not like rebellious teenagers or temper tantruming toddlers, you know, we can lose weight eating the foods and drink that we truly enjoy. We know from research that the first two bites of food are associated with the most enjoyment, which means eating more will give you more calories, but it's not going to give you it's not going to give you any more delight to your taste buds. So, so try this. Try taking two bites of your favorite thing with intention and mindfulness and and then ask yourself you know, am I good with these two bites? Am I satisfied enough to stop here? You may or may not be, and it's it's okay either way, but it's such a good practice to get into because over time, um, over time, asking yourself those questions really gets your brain um, on board and in a habit of recognizing, oh yeah, I'm I'm actually totally satisfied with these two bites, so I'm done for now. If I want more, I can have more tomorrow when I'm hungry again. Or I can have more later when I'm hungry again. So think about this. If over your lifespan, you ended up eating your favorite food every single day and you were satisfied with two bites of it, and I mean truly satisfied, like where you weren't wanting or needing more, think of how you could then live at your healthy weight forever with no effort around food control and and trying to... um, mitigate all these all these sort of thoughts and deprivation and restriction around food. That is truly food freedom. And here's another idea that piggybacks on the last one. Eat smaller portions on purpose. So put food on a plate or in a bowl, but plate half of your normal portion and then decide after you eat that portion if you still feel like eating more. If you do, that's fine. Get up and serve yourself some more. That's totally okay. The point is, don't start with the typical portion of food that you normally have. Create a space or a break in your eating through only serving yourself half the typical amount. This way, you have to decide if you want more or not. And again, it's it's okay to have more, but creating that space of deciding will often lead to deciding not to eat more. So over time with this practice, you will eat less. Another one, you want to wait for hunger. And this is important. So starting to train yourself to wait for hunger can be a really big key in getting into your manageable weight, into a weight that you want to be in. So if you're not hungry, don't eat. Wait for the hunger cues. So telling yourself you can have whatever you want once you get hungry can be really helpful. The the trick here is not to get too hungry. You do not want to be 
you know, starving or ravenous, that will often lead many of us to binge or overeat. So you really have to learn your hunger cues. You want to be hungry, but not ravenous. And this is a little bit more involved and takes practice, but one worth considering starting to train yourself on. Another easy one, drink water beforehand. A real quick a real quick way um, to help with this is to just drink a glass of water before you eat the thing you typically overeat. It is, I would say, less effective than eating the protein and fiber, but it can help fill up your stomach and start that um, whole, that whole hormonal cascade uh, that might keep you from overeating. Another one, go for a walk afterwards. Anytime you can move after eating, you are winning. <laughs> this has to do with blood sugar again. And again, you can go back to that episode in flexible fasting to listen to understand how this works. But after indulging um, in something, even a 10-minute stroll is going to steady that blood sugar and help keep your body from storing the extra energy you just ate. And then you want to stop when you're satisfied. And again, this one takes practice. It is a skill for many of us that we need to learn. And it, it often... Um, the, re- the reality is it can create a sense of sadness for some of us who really are used to using food for comfort, for enjoyment. But, but the more you practice stopping at satisfied and then moving through the feelings of grief and sadness, the easier it becomes, the less intense those feelings get. And, and often, um, you know, you're able to, to, as you practice this skill over time, you'll find that stopping with your, when you're satisfied, you no longer experience that sadness or that grief. Um, and again, this is a practice, but really, really worth it. Okay, so I have given you lots of behavioral strategies, but here is the biggie. The one thing that can top them all is really using that thought work to change your emotions. And this is key if you want to eat whatever you want and not gain weight, or if you wanna lose weight, then it's really going to come down to doing the thought work necessary to create new thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. So when when we think things like, I can't have that, or that's a bad food, again, we create those feelings of deprivation, resentment, stress, anxiety. So these feelings create that tension. Remember how feelings, we, there's always a sensation that goes along with feelings, and these feelings create tension throughout our bodies. And now if you are um, primed and in a habit pattern of using food or drink to self-soothe and to release that tension, you're going to now eat um, and or drink, you know, in order to get that tension to pass. But if when those thoughts come up, you can just notice them and even learn to shift them into more helpful thoughts, um, could maybe be things like, I noticed those restrictive deprivation thoughts popped up and I know they're not true. I am in control of what I put in my mouth. I am allowed to eat whatever I want, whenever I want. Sometimes I choose to eat, sometimes I choose not to eat. These sort of thoughts create feelings like calm and peace and neutrality and and they don't create all that tension within our bodies. So now we are less likely to go to food or drink for soothing. We we have um we we can soothe ourselves by shifting our thoughts on purpose. 
I know for many people, the thought work stuff, you know, it's, it's not sexy. It's not fun. It's not interesting enough. But when I get my clients on board with this work, that is truly where the magic happens. They can eat what they want, what they love while still losing weight. They find freedom around their thoughts and emotions with food. They, they find their lives lighten up. You know, their, their stress reduces. They find that food and weight isn't on their minds all the time. They find peace and move on to other life goals and dreams. So give one of these a try. It's definitely worth it. I hope you found something useful from this episode. And if so, would you please consider passing along the episode to someone else who might benefit and maybe even also leaving a review or a comment from wherever you are listening. Those sort of things are really, really helpful for me to keep this podcast going. Thank you so much for sharing this space with me and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N and get in touch with questions on all things I offer like online courses for overeating, weight loss, goal attainment, and also my coaching and counseling services. Thank you.